0: What is going on, y'all? Clint here with Locked On Bulldogs. Today we are talking about what you what you should be excited about, nervous about, and not to sleep on for this game Saturday between the hedges against Vanderbilt. And uh, don't count on the running attack being the same from last game. We discuss now. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How y'all doing? Glad you are here with us. This is Locked on Bulldogs, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Bulldogs is brought to you by Sling TV. Don't miss this week's matchup with Vanderbilt right here on Sling. Sling, the TV you love for the price you'll love. Try it today. We are talking about what you should get excited about, nervous about, and not to sleep on for this game. And there is a lot to be excited about. I know that that seems a little odd, maybe a little weird for some of us to say because it's Vanderbilt. But again, uh, I'm going to try to expound to you that this game is really exciting for a lot of number of reasons. I only get to choose one. I might choose two because Daniel's not here. So I might steal from him uh, if I can his time. Uh, But let me start with what I'm most excited about. Here's what I'm most excited about. Um, Y'all, we get to play an actual QB. Now, now again, uh, many of you may not understand this, may not agree with this, may not actually see this, uh, but Vanderbilt's got a guy who could spin it, okay? AJ Swan is no slouch. He is no slacker. He is somebody that should have been picked up a great deal more in the recruiting cycles uh, than what he currently has at Vanderbilt. He, he should have gone somewhere else. Because if you look at the landscape of SEC quarterbacking, uh, you tell me if LSU is happy with their quarterback situation. You tell me if Auburn is excited about their quarterback situation. This freshman, 6'3", 225. All he's done is thrown for 848 yards, 8 tuds, no interceptions. Uh, Now look, 62.7 completion percentage for his career, which is just this year. This freshman kid can spin it. He can sling it around. Uh, He can actually make... That dare I say, again, I, I hate using NFL-type throws. Now, again, Auburn would love to have them. LSU would love to have them. Heck, A&M would love to have him for the abomination that they have at the quarterback position. Florida would love to have this kid. And I know all you Florida fans, the mentions and the comments would like to tell me, no, we ride or die with AR-15. Uh, you're lying to yourself. And if you're not lying, you are delusional. But you're a Florida fan, so I suppose that checks out. I'm excited for this defense to play an actual quarterback. And here's why we have seen this team have all the skill in the entire world. We have seen these DBs and this defense be young and inexperienced and need some more reps. But we have seen this team respond and play up to the level of their competition. Now, this is good and bad. And I'll tell you why I'm really, really excited for it for a month from now. <clears throat> but I'm excited for this defense because I think the DBs are going to respond. I think they like the challenge. I think they like the idea of, of not doing concepts that are, that are simply one read and pull and go and, and run the ball a la Auburn a la Florida. I think they are excited and I think they do very well when, <clears throat> excuse me, when they man up, when they have to read, when they go in a zone, uh, I think they're going to respond. So I'm excited for this DB group and this whole entire defense to get back into coverage, uh, to play the game. I think we're going to see an interception again. I think Malachi Starks does best when he is roaming back there. Christopher Smith, the third highest rated safety this year is going to do his thing where he's roaming around. Um, Vanderbilt gives us opportunity to get right back to playing like we did against Oregon on defense. Now, again, that sounds crazy. Oregon was not the prototypical offense that Vanderbilt wants to run, but Bonek's doing some things over at Oregon. He's doing just fine. And, and y'all, I I think this defense responds. I think they answer the bell. I think they come out ready to go. You should be excited about it. I'm excited about it because playing a quarterback of this competency of this ability is going to allow them to actually get into phase, get into technique, they're not simply running around trying to do this mess concept, this arrow route going in and out, and that's it. Uh, Vanderbilt wants to get chunk plays, wants to establish a rhythm, uh, route running, uh, not an Ohio State stack three, one go, one hook, one fake screen type deal. Um. And, and it's going to be fun because we have really smart, really talented, and really, really physical defensive backs that are going to be roaming around. You should be excited about it. Um, and, and here, I'll steal from Daniel. Here's here's another you should be excited for. You should be excited for this offensive line uh, to continue to dominate. I think we see the offensive line. Now, here's a little spoiler. Loyal third segment listeners don't sleep on I'm going to have a little a little tantalizing tidbit about the pass game and the run game and Todd Munkin's system going into Vanderbilt and what this means. But I think this offensive line is going to continue to dominate in whatever phase they do. Uh, and all of this is really important because a month from now, we're going to play a quarterback and an offense uh, and a defense as well in Mississippi State. Uh, that is quite good. And if you're telling me that I get to go and and set up before a bye week, a good, competent quarterback who's accurate. Um, Will Rogers is is fantastic at quarterback from Mississippi State. This gives us the first true look into what that game might look like against Mississippi State. Probably the hardest on the schedule this year. Tennessee gets to come to our place. I know Tennessee's doing very, very well this year. Big game uh, against Bama clearly this weekend. But I think it sets us up well to understand exactly who we are. It gives us confidence, and it gives us a sneak peek into what adjustments we may, may need to make against Mississippi State and a very, very competent quarterback. I'm excited for that. See the the twofold excitement? I'm excited because DBs are going to show up and I'm excited because it's going to give us a quick, quick barometer test of where we are at and sets us up well going into the bye to get some film so that Mississippi State week, please, let's get some focus on that, shall we? Uh, we're going to come back after this and talk about what not to be nervous about. However, I want to talk to you first about Underdog. Underdog right now is the best of two worlds. They are fantasy and they are college football meshed into one. They got sports betting. It's the perfect way for... Us fans that like going ahead and making a roster, taking some over-unders, a la Stetson Bennett, 277 passing yards, over-under that. Whatever you can get, they're going to have the lines. They're going to have you make a a roster, a a compilation of these college players. And you can get into the action with this beautiful ability to do fantasy as well as betting all in one spot. Underdog is great for this. They have very, very user-friendly interface. They're everywhere, and it's fantasy and betting and college football. What more do you need? It's fantastic. Right now, they have a $100 match guarantee, up to $100, 100% match guarantee, up to $100 right now. Put in the promo code locked on and get your free money from Underdog, the best place for fantasy, college, and betting all in one. What, what are we nervous about? Now, here's what I'm nervous about. Here's what you should be nervous about as well. Um, I, I am. Nervous still. This season has showed me a couple things. The inexperience on the defense. The offense, I think, we're going to get to don't sleep on in the third segment. But I think the offense is coming around. I think we have enough of an establishment. I think we know what we're doing enough to be just fine. We have experienced leadership. We have Stetson. We have a treasure trove of running backs. Um, Branson, I see you. We all love you. Keep it going. But the defense... We've, we've seen some problems, haven't we? Haven't we, fam? We've seen mistackling. We've seen busted coverages a handful of times. Uh, we've seen uh, uh, laziness getting up to the line and getting set, uh, often snapping beforehand. That's where uh, the Mizzou run that got us down to the, to the two-inch line came about because we were out of position pre-snap with that. I think the offense has enough leadership, has enough experience, has Tad Monken, has Stetson Bennett, has some very, very good returning offensive line leadership that they're they're dying and waiting to just beat up on people. I think they're going to figure it out. Defense, here's what I'm nervous about. Um, I'm nervous for a few big plays in this game to be busted open by Vanderbilt because of broken tackles. Now, look. I can deal truly. I can deal with being a little out of position because that happens in college football. That happens in football. That happens when an offensive coordinator makes a great, great play call. When the route is run perfectly. Um, The old adage, there's nothing you can defend against a perfect pass, a perfect route, a perfect play. There's nothing you could do. I I mean, truly it's, it's impossible how the rules are set up and how offense and defense go. If you are in position and they are in position and they have a perfect and i mean dime throw and dime catch you're kind of toast and that's all you could do. You just, you just tip of the cap and say yep and you hope that you get enough pressure and you hope that you don't allow them to throw perfect balls and you hope that joe burrow doesn't resurrect from college football uh, hinterland and, and and get reincarnated in some other guy um that's the hope, but I'm nervous because the one thing I can't stand is broken tackles because what that comes down to is technique and energy and effort. And we have seen a handful of times in this year already guys not wrapping up, not bringing everything they have to the field, to a tackle and guys getting open and running for days. Again, it's, we have all the skill, all the talent, all the ability in the world, all them stars, all them coaching, but man, I'll I'll be dang if we aren't missing tackles at a rate that's, I'll say it completely unacceptable for this defense, for this team, for who we are. I'm nervous that a couple of these games, I gave the score prediction out yesterday. I think Vanderbilt does get two touchdowns on us. I think they get the 14 points and I think they are going to come one of them uh, because of busted tackling because we didn't rally to the ball. Like the offensive line is rallying around the ball carrier right now and pushing them forward. Uh, So I'm nervous about that. I am. I am excited for the DVs. To play very, very well, to get into phase, to make a pick. I, I do anticipate a turnover, a pick from this defensive bat group. But man, just just bring bring your arms again, wrap up. I don't know how many more times I gotta say it on the podcast. Please, for the love of all that is good and holy, just wrap up and things will be fine. You are you are better, you are more talented, you can dominate these guys. And that's what I need them to see. But I am nervous that it's still going to be there. I'm nervous that there's going to be shoulder throws. I'm nervous uh, that uh, because we're we're trying to scramble around pre-snap that we're going to be out of position and we're going to be trying to throw our body around. Um, I do think Vanderbilt gets those tuds, and I think it's it's nervousness because I'm I'm guys I'm very nervous about tackling on this team right now. I don't want to be. Please don't make me be. Can we stop that? Just just make me feel good about the tackling for this team. Well, third segment listeners, we're going to come back after this and let you know about something that you should not sleep on for the Vanderbilt game. Okay, I don't want you to sleep on this fact. Yes, our running game was outstanding last game. Yes, I came on this podcast this week and told you that a running game with Todd Munkin system is dangerous, spells danger for all of you DCs out there in college football and the SEC. But don't sleep on this. Don't sleep on Todd Monking wanting to get back to the pass game. Now, here's why. Vanderbilt, I have all the confidence in the world we're going to beat them. I have all the confidence in the world. It's not going to be particularly close. I don't think we're going to cover. 38 points is a lot of points. But I think we're going to be in this game just fine all the way through. I mean, again, keep your bucket close because Mizzou and Kent State are still out there. But but here's, here's what I'm telling you not to sleep on we are going into a bye week and then we have Florida and then we get into the teeth of our schedule. We don't have that many weeks to try to get back to the standard that Georgia had in the past game earlier on in the season sets and Bennett needs to get a bunch of yards and a bunch of tuds. Not because I like seeing numbers, not because I even think Heisman is the thing that I care most about. I care about winning the most winning games. That's what I care about most. But I think Todd Munkin has found something. I think that we have enough film. I think that now what a good coach does, what a good offensive coordinator does, is when you have a strength, a running game from the last couple weeks, that second half against Mizzou as well as Auburn, I think what you do is you pry and press on different lever points to get the best outcome. And I think Todd Munkin is going to do that by setting up the pass by getting the run established and then dominating the aerial attack. Don't sleep on us, not getting 300 yards rushing as we have in weeks past, not toting the rock until the death March comes in the fourth quarter. Hopefully Uh, fingers crossed. That's the, that's the same experience we're having, but don't sleep on Todd trying to get Stetson, right? AD doesn't look like he's going to play. And again, thank you so much Uh, going into the bye week That would be fantastic. Um, I think, I think, I think, I think we're going to see a lot more concepts from Todd Munkin that are going to try to get Stetson in rhythm, get that confidence going, get this team with enough film, enough practice and enough understanding, enough reps in game to really, really, really rely on the passing game once more. Cause right now it's faulty, it's teetering, it's not a hundred percent and that's fine. Teams go through this, the season ebbs and flows but I don't want us to take Auburn and second half against Mizzou and come into this game and say, Oh no, no, let's, let's rinse repeat. I can't wait for, for Branson to get 20 carries. I can't wait for Kenny to get 16. I can't wait for Dejon to lead the death march. I, I don't think that's going to be the case because if I understand this Vanderbilt team, they're, they're bad defensively. They're not a great defensive team. They're okay. Offensively. I think Todd, is going to want to get guys involved. I think he's, I think uh, Meeks, uh, look out for him in this game. I think we're going to try a shot if Arian is healthy, um, which, again, that's yet to be seen. I think we're going to take shots with him. Dom Blaylock is getting there. Y'all, he is getting there. And if you saw his catches on the sideline, he is getting there. I think that's going to be the source where we say, all right, we know what we have in the offensive run game. The offensive line is ready to go. And I say they're going to dominate in pass protection and when they need to run they're going to continue doing that but now that we have that kind of check mark now this is the week where todd may may just absolutely throw it on you just throw you down with deep in his bag of plays Don't sleep on that. I'm not I'm not guaranteeing that. I'm just saying I could see a very, very high likelihood of that taking place. And then the second half hitting that Kirby death march. Uh, And when Carson Beck comes in, I don't think uh, we're going to see any difference in the play calling as well. Get excited. We'll be back on Saturday with instant reaction from this game with a host that's going to be returning. It's not Daniel. He's he's look, you all if you see Daniel, where's Waldo him? I don't know what's happening in his life. Uh, Come back saturday with instant overreaction of this game at vanderbilt this has been locked on bulldogs part of locked on podcast network your team every day and we will see you guys later